Tuesday. Tuesday. God's Yo, day. Tuesday. God's day? Is Tuesday God's day? Every day is God's day. Every day, <laughs> every day is God's day. Down <laughs> no, Murray isn't listening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my mom doesn't like when I talk about God, but yeah. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> She's spare me the religiosity and just be Jesus. Come on. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's yeah. be Jesus together. It's the come up, Sean, Cass, and Mare, Trinity, Infinity. Let's do it. I'm just really stuck on this. This half step. Sean, I want you to sing along. R.I.P. Eddie Money. No. This is Baby Hold On To Me. figure it out and i'm gonna play it next time better yeah totally (laughs) 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 i thought i would be seeing eddie money live oh man man. cass you know we lost our chance but if you want to hear a classic longmont potion castle prank call it's when he started to call eddie money he's like i'm backstage at mohegan sun waiting to go on what are you talking about there's a shipment for me is is perfect anyway eddie money r.i.p baby hold on to me (laughs) (laughs) we're chilling it's tuesday you know we've said it before like tuesday is one of those days of the week where you're just like what the fuck is this i love tuesday yeah tuesday's a fucking best day because monday you're overwhelmed you're like i gotta do all this shit you don't do any of it tuesday you're like i'm gonna really start today Mm, yeah that's true yeah yeah i can see that what does tuesday mean what do you mean? Like, don't don't you have an explanation? Oh well, Mar- well, Mars usually rules Tuesday. Monday is the moon, and Mars rules Tuesday. So, I, our driving force is supposed to be ruling Tuesday, sort of our fire and our passion. So it makes sense that things usually culminate successfully when mm. you're driving force on Tuesday, and Monday being a day of reflection in the moon, which really feels more like how we treat Sundays in this country. You know, yeah, we're supposed to be more meditating and prayer and going internally. It's sort of how Mondays, the energy of the moon, wants to present itself. But you know, of course, mm. with the way that our society structure you wake up on monday and you have all this anxiety about what you're supposed to be doing and what you should be doing and it's the forcing worst. yourself to um not honor your feelings which is a big part of like what we've all been thinking about recently obviously which is listening and mm. being um leaning into more feminine energy you know mm. the re- reflection of the moon yeah yeah should i pull a card, for, pull a card. for clarification on, yeah. on anything we're talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> or what's the opposite of clarification delusion yeah Here's a delusion card. Well, we are Neptune and Pisces. There has been lots of delusion and illusion. Yeah. All right. Here's a, here's a card for y'all <laughs> for the day. This should set the magic in motion. Tuesday, September 28th. Let's feel it, baby. Let's feel it. Ace of Swords. Ooh, good one. S-Words. For our throne of air, the Ace yeah. of Swords. That's pretty good. Yeah. What are swords? What do they represent in this deck? Yeah. Uh, the airscape. Swords represent the mentalscape. So thoughts. Mm. Yeah. Which is interesting. Swords are rep- 
like an interesting representation of thoughts, aren't they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sort of cutting through things, truth being cutting, mm. which I think is often how we receive it, right? We receive truth. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, Ace of Swords is a good, like all the aces are really good. You know, you want them. And of course, it's like a hand coming out of the sky, like spirit or a god sort of offering you this new like download, upload thought. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it hurts, you know, telling truth usually hurts. It usually is cutting through some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and yeah. uh, harder than anything is like, being truthful with yourself which like what you're saying i think is uh, requires a lot of listening yeah yeah because yeah we're sort of in a society that really honors not listening to how you feel and that's why the drugs are popularized that we use in society you know like coffee to not listen to your body and force you to you know be productive when you don't want to be productive on things you probably shouldn't be doing because you don't want to be doing you know a desire to do them yeah the same thing with alcohol it's it's closing down doors of perception yeah you know um so that you can be less reflective and less honoring of your feelings, you know? I mean, it's a, uh, it's a tamping down of, of feminine, the feminine yeah. energy. Yeah, you know, I, I think of coffee, cocaine, cocaine's perfect um, example. alcohol, Adderall, modafidil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. The, these things that get you basically into like a capitalist mindset of just Absolutely. like, let's fucking do it. Let's go. Absolutely. Domination well, mindset. Domination mindset. Um, and as an artist too, I didn't even realize like, yes, it was making me more productive. Like maybe I'd write more songs in the same day on Adderall, but they're Adderall songs, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like <laughs> that is important to keep in mind. <laughs> That's important to keep in mind. <laughs> Who wants to hear that? Who wants to hear that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, in true Virgo fashion, I'm always thinking about like what I'm letting in and how that changes what I'm presenting to people because that's sort of like part of my pattern. Mm. Um, and of course, like we align ourselves with the different plant medicines and spirits that we use because we respect wherever their intelligence is at. And we do want to align ourselves, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and just being honest. It's been, it was really hard for me to be honest with myself with amphetamines and with coffee. Um, yeah. Like I was talking about on the Patreon because like most women growing up in my generation and in the society, um, it's been much more comfortable for me to lean into masculine energy because that's what's valued and accepted. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it feels much more scary and vulnerable to lean into the feminine energy of me and to let things happen and be more receptive. And, um, cause yeah, especially my, yeah, my, everybody's family. I say my family, it's not specific to me. You know, I think we all have those pressures that be and the masculine is much more comfortable and, I you grew up in a so masculine household. Very, very Saturnian and masculine. And I could just feel my addiction, you know, the parts of my personality that were so scared feminine to come out, just like the last days of coffee, but just total addiction personality stuff, telling me I needed it, you know, mm. just to feel okay. And um, a lot of it too, I think, is being addicted to being overstimulated because it means you don't have to listen as much. You know, you don't have to slow down. And, and, and you're not going to have to change. You're if you're not, not listening, exactly. you're not going to have to adjust anything. Exactly. And you can call it what you will, but you can wallow in your comfort. Exactly. You know, in your comforts and the things that, that you think you need, really. Exactly. And, uh, you know, we all have a lot of those things. Yeah. But. But it's an illusion of power, the amphetamine, you know? Yeah. It's, um, it, because again, like maybe you're doing more work, but it's a less holistic work because you're shutting down doors of perception and resonance, you know, that you could be reaching out to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and essentially with amphetamines too, you can think about it as 
different than food when you have like caloric intake it's stealing energy from your future that's how like all amphetamines how coffee works like it's taking your future energy and bringing it into the present that's why it can give you energy with no calories um and that's why you get on these cycles of crashes and whatever that again i was addicted to because like there are parts of my personality that were addicted to being a little bit downtrodden and like not as like high frequency and high functioning i was addicted to being in lower cycles because the truth is like most of us are way more scared of our power than we're scared of being not powerful. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what most of us are going through in this lifetime. Like most of us are terrified of being powerful and how powerful we are mm. um, because it means responsibility. Um, a lot of people separate those terms with morality, like responsibility we think of as a good word. Power is like so demonized, but it's the same thing. Mm. Like you're not responsible without power and you don't have power without responsibility. Mm. Um, and of course it's like, much easier to be in the passenger seat of your life, you know, and that's why most of us do it in a lot of the dynamics in our life, whether it be with the government or our families or whoever, because relationships, relationships, because it's less scary because you don't have to play the bad guy when Mm. you don't have to, when you're not in the driver's seat and you're just going along for the ride, like you get to judge and you don't have to be the one in the ring, taking the shots, getting the criticism. Um, and so, uh, like, you know, as this pendulum swings back to all of this feminine energy and we're going away from the extreme expressions of power and dominating over people, we will need to come again to acceptance of, okay, but we can't, uh, we can't uh, be averse to power mm. because we all wield so much of it and we're all so influential all over each other. And until you look at your power square in the eyes and realize how, you know, how it's affecting other people, you can never really be responsible. Mm. You know, you, c- you can't be the community member that you want to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, Mars is a perfect day to like look at that stuff yeah. and align with the power of Mars, yeah. you know, rather than something so intimately inside of you. It, yeah. it is a little different. It's yeah. all around us. Yeah. Cause like every, every dynamic in your life has power, like every relationship and that's what turns you on or turns you off, you know? And it's not, it's never a singular thing either that people, that's a lot of what's going on yeah and the narrative that like you know there's a good guy and a bad guy and relationships usually like Cass has a lot more power over me in certain areas of her life and I have a lot more power in other areas and there's always this balance of like you you know some people yeah there's always both of those in dynamics it's rarely just like one person is has all of the power over another person usually those things are distributed in ways that we don't uh, even really yeah, realize yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and um yeah just like talking about listening and honoring your desires and honoring that like you you do want power and parts of your personality are going to get it and um if you're not again always like sort of trying to take it apart um it'll run it'll run rampant like the wild things will manifest in your life in ways you're not even really realizing where you're like you need these things from your partners because there's parts of you that are feeling powerless and feel like oh maybe they can give me the power here you know um, I know I'm kind of like going off on power, but it's been no, so I, much on my mind with this Venus and Scorpio yeah. um, energy. Um, I think what I think what's scary about it too, just especially here in America, is it stepping into your power. You know, it it sounds great, but then you think about like the practicality of it. You're like, there's not a lot of outlets for me to apply this. Well, yeah. seemingly. Agency. Where does your agency yeah. enter? And that's a much more complicated conversation and the one where people get really confused, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really confusing during this, uh, just to put a little astrological language, like Saturn or father figure structure versus Uranus, like changing it up and all of that going on in the sky and us feeling passionate about the 
ways of which we're disempowered and seeing our fellow humans disempowered and feeling like we want to do something about it. But a lot of times being confused about where the agency enters to actually do something about it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times it's always smaller than you think it is. You know, it's such a cliche to say, start with yourself, but like the smaller that you go, the more sensitive that you can be, which sensitivity is just the more that you're listening to, the more that you're taking in, mm. you know? So it's like looking at places where you're disempowered, like a compass for reclamation of power, you know, probably the way to, like, how does, how do we on Tuesday, Mars Day, like, look, look at these questions and ask these questions of ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How to be honest with yourself, how to slow down. Well, that, that, that is one of the steps to being honest with yourself is slow down a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that's why I talk about like not making big decisions yeah. in the face of a, a big psychedelic trip or, yeah. uh, you know, it, anything, anything that you like, you, I, I think part of, part of what we're talking about is monitoring the inputs, you know, right. what are you listening to? What are you giving your power to? What chemicals are you putting yes. into you? Yes. And figuring out from there kind of how to align your life around that kind of thing. Totally. Mm. You know? Yeah, how can you feel? What are the things, really? because it's really about frequency too. What are the things in your life that raise you fre your frequency so that you feel more powerful and in control? Mm -hmm. Because in those moments, then when you are legitimately self-empowered and your frequency is high, it usually extends to, oh, I'm ready to take power and responsibility over other people's lives and not in a maniacal way, no. but just in a way that you recognize, oh, that's what's going on here on earth. That there's these huge power dynamics and like people have to step up because there's swaths of people that don't want to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and it gets confusing because you don't want to get to this place where you think, Oh, you know, colonial mindset, like my ideas are the best and I know what's best for the collective. You know, I think showing up and wanting to hold reins and power is also showing up and saying, I'm serving, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. this, this power is not mine and therefore it's not about me. You know, it's yeah. bigger than me. Yeah. Um, and it, then again, all has to be about listening to not you, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it's hard cause like with community and we're building bigger community and that's really like the goal of so much of our art, um, power is a huge play you know, in, yeah. in all, every single dynamic in small ways and in dramatic ways sometimes. Mm. Um, and so we're just navigating to like, you know, just interpersonally, I think, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. purity of intention is important. And like, I think we're talking about at least in the simplest ma matter, the way we can have the most purity is maybe taking stock of what our inputs are yeah. and coming from a clear state of being as clear as we can so that means do you need to take a couple hours where you just put your phone down yeah. do you need to meditate do you need to just listen to yourself think rather than all the other inputs you're getting right and knowing that the power is within you and so if you're giving your power away that is a choice that you're doing because you have to remember that you inherently hold the power to your life and your state of being and your perception and you have if you take that agency you can have the responsibility which might feel like a lot but it's a we much rather do it than hand it over to someone else right and like I think a lot of times when I have this conversation people think it's going to lead to me being like yeah so like you should respect the powers that be and there is a like certain level of respect I think with people that are getting marred in the ring but that's really not my point because you should be judgier with people that are holding power mm -hmm. and that's actually the great thing about people holding power is it's it's data for us it's contrast for us to know okay this is how I wouldn't want to be doing it or I don't want it to, it to be done 
Um, and it's kind of the paradox of putting yourself out there and masculinity and ego, because I think a lot of the things that we see as egoic, like I think about this with performing a lot, we see as like, oh, it's somebody that wants to like assert their ego into the collective. But a lot of times what's really happening is you're um, presenting it for slaughter. Because when you put yourself out there, you're putting yourself out there and whether you're physically hearing it or not, you're hearing all of the criticism. You're hearing all of the contrast with you and the rest of the collective. It's much safer to not put yourself out there, to just be in your cave and be in a box the rest of your life. You know, you don't have to deal with any of the dissonance um, of your resonance out in the world, you know. Um, but when you, um, yeah, when you really put your ego out there, that's what it is. It's a, it's a self-sacrificial thing. And I don't think we think about it like that a lot. Yeah. You, know? you said something to me the other day. We were at this like block party like thing yeah and you were just like dancing like a fool and i was yeah. just like not having it and you're yeah. like look like this is like a self-sacrifice like i didn't want to dance for whatever reason i was like i just suck at dancing and i was yeah. more <sighs> thinking of it as like okay i suck at dancing like let's just let other people have the fun <laughs> but then when Mare was like, no, this is self-sacrificial for you to get up there and dance. I was like, okay, well, I can have fun with that. Yeah. You know? You're entertaining people. Yeah. And like, if you, if you suck as a performer, that's entertaining too. It's all, it's all for everybody else. Like you can be under the illusion and a lot of people performers are that it's for you, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. You're really taking the brunt so, and the weight. And, and by, by doing the self-sacrifice of dancing when you think you suck, you're sacrificing that little part of you that w wouldn't do it before. Yeah, and, totally. And that, that, little, that little nagging, judgmental voice inside of you, when you find new and inventive ways to slay that motherfucker, yes. and it's a day-to-day, moment-to-moment process, yes. it starts to, like, I feel like your life starts to blossom in a way. And... I used to be not a dancer, and now I'm He's the best. I'm the fucking best dancer best that dancer there is. I've ever dated. True. You've never seen anything <laughs> like it. You've it's never true. danced like this. It brings so much happiness. Right? That's the best example. Yeah, yeah. You know and look at the, the boys. Like all my boys, what do we do? <laughs> we get together now, and we fucking dance, and we have you guys cracking up. It's the best. Yeah, it's so When I started dancing at this party, three girls just start started dancing. I was like, see, I was like. I am going to take a little responsibility for this yep. because yeah. we all subconsciously or not are looking at what other yes. people are doing because we want to feel comfortable in our body and our space and our skin. And also I think it's just this beautiful space that creative juice and all this stuff that we're as artists looking for doesn't come without the embarrassment, yep. without the hangover, oh, without yeah. the struggle. Yeah. yeah, It's all embarrassing. Yeah. The vulnerability of it. Well, yeah, there's vulnerability and power and responsibility. That oh, we, yeah. Yeah, we haven't quite been on right I mean, I, I think uh, the, the message we can leave people with on this Tuesday is uh, dance like no one's watching, y'all. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. We'll I see love you tomorrow. It. See you tomorrow. Hasta mañana. <laughs>